It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? On today's show, the latest news from the transfer portal, draft declarations. A Kentucky DB and Ole Miss wide receiver are heading back for another season, while a key linebacker goes from Arkansas to Ole Miss. LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels takes on the Heisman Trophy. We'll catch up with Caroline Fenton of Locked On LSU as she was up in New York covering the ceremony. Locked On SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash college. Use our code college for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy over at Prize Picks. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. we got plenty to discuss, so let's dive into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. And we start with Jaden Daniels as the LSU quarterback took home the Heisman Trophy on Saturday, becoming just the third LSU player ever to take home the Heisman Trophy, joining the likes of Billy Cannon and Joe Burrow. Jaden Daniels is the fourth SEC player in the last five seasons to win the Heisman, joining Bryce Young, Devontae Smith, and Joe Burrow. The vote was a little bit closer than some thought. Edged out Michael Penix Jr. of Washington. It was the closest vote since 2018 when Kyler Murray won it over Tua. And our buddy Cole Kublik doing a little homework. He put out there that Jane Daniels becomes the 16th winner of the Heisman Trophy winner from, or Heisman Trophy from the SEC. That breaks a tie with the Big Ten, who has had 15 overall winners. Uh, since 2006, the SEC, they've produced a total of nine Heisman winners in that same time. The Big Ten has produced just one. Jane Daniels, very accomplished, very great season. Took home the Walter Camp Award, the Davey O'Brien Award, the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award. He was named SEC Offensive Player of the Year and the AP College Football Player of the Year. Alabama's Jalen Milrow did finish sixth in this year's Heisman vote, and that led to the topic, who will be the preseason favorite for next season? While the very early list includes several names from the SEC, including Jalen Milrow making this list, uh, Quinn Ewers at Texas, keep in mind they will be in the SEC next year, Carson Beck at Georgia, Jackson Dart at Ole Miss, and Luther Burden at Mizzou. So, Jaden Daniels takes home the Heisman. A few other postseason awards were handed out Friday evening. Georgia wide receiver Lad McConkie took home the Warfel Trophy. That is uh, considered college football's premier award for community service. Georgia tight end Brock Bowers made history, repeating as the Heisman, uh, I'm sorry, as the Mackey Award winner. That goes to the nation's top tight end. It's the first time a player has won it twice. So, congrats to Brock. If you missed him, we had him on the show last week. Check that out. Uh, Missouri running back Cody Schrader took home the Burlesworth Trophy, going to the best player who began their career as a walk-on. And LSU wide receiver Malik Neighbors came up one vote shy of the Bolitnikoff Award. That went to Marvin Harrison Jr. as the nation's uh, best wide receiver, though Neighbors 
led the country in receiving yards and was better than Marvin Harrison in several categories. But, you know, name recognition wins out sometimes. So, uh, but congrats to all the big-name players who took home big-time awards. All right, let's get to some of the guys going pro. A couple of names. Georgia center Cedric Van Pran appears to be entering the NFL draft. He's not made an official announcement yet, but the Senior Bowl revealed that uh, the Georgia Center accepted his invitation to participate in the Senior Bowl coming up in a couple weeks. His uh, decision, not really a surprise. He had the option to go pro last year, but came back to Georgia for another season. He was listed as a fourth-year junior on Georgia's 2023 roster. Over the last three seasons, he has started 43 games at center, was a first-team All-SEC selection heading into this year. So uh, an accomplished career for Cedric Van Pran. Good luck to him moving forward. Now, over in Aggieland, wide receiver Anaya Smith. He has played his last game for AM. He announced Friday morning he is entering the NFL draft. Uh, will not play in AM's bowl game as he recovers from offseason surgery, but uh, did say that he will be around the program throughout bowl prep and uh, plans to help coach the team during bowl prep. He put out a statement. I want to thank Texas AM, the 12th man. Everyone has supported me along the way. Anaya Smith, five seasons at Texas A&M, just had his most productive year. Career-high 53 catches for 795 yards. He scored 19 touchdowns in his career with the Aggies. All right, now let's get the guys coming back to school for another year. Kentucky DB Zion Childress announced he is coming back to Lexington for a third season at Kentucky. It'll be his fifth season in college football. He had 50 tackles with a sack, a forced fumble, and a couple of pass deflections this year. Now, if he comes back, that'll be a secondary. Likely will return Max Hairston as well. So, good secondary there for Kentucky next year. Childress played two seasons at Texas Te- at Texas State before he transferred into Kentucky. Now, over at Ole Miss, wide receiver Jordan Watkins announcing he is coming back for another year at Ole Miss. Put out a uh, social media post. And big news, Dayton Wade uh, announced last week he is entering the NFL draft. So, uh, Watkins coming back. Louisville transfer uh, looks to be, you know, going to bring a lot of production there for Jackson Dart. Uh, Still waiting to find out what Trey Harris is going to do. The transfer from Louisiana Tech, I believe. But uh, Jordan Watkins coming back, going to be catching passes from Jackson Dart next year. That is big for the Ole Miss Rebels. Now, let's transition to transfers coming in. Good news for Ole Miss yesterday is Illinois defensive back Taz Nicholson announced he is leaving Illinois to come play for Ole Miss. He had uh, this past season 36 tackles, six pass breakups, a fumble recovery, and two forced fumbles. He was a starter the last two seasons. He will have one year of eligibility remaining. Now another big one Ole Miss picked up. Chris Pooh, P-O-O-H, his nickname, Paul. Chris Paul goes by Pooh. Former Arkansas linebacker. He announced over the weekend he is going to Ole Miss. Six foot one, 233 pound linebacker, committed to Ole Miss only hours after the start of his official visit in Oxford. He was the nation's number one rated linebacker in the transfer portal. Made 74 tackles, two sacks this past season, was named to the Butt Kiss Award watch list, earned freshman All American honors uh, and all first team All SEC honors in his time in Arkansas. But uh, finishes his career at Arkansas with six sacks and a forced fumble. Played all 13 games last year. Started the final two games of the season. And um, big-time pickup there for Pete Golding's staff. So in one weekend, they get uh, Paul from 
Arkansas, and they get Taz Nicholson from Illinois, so adding to that defense. Another uh, transfer portal coming in at Texas A&M. Kansas State defensive back Will Lee announcing he is coming to Aggieland. Originally transferred to Kansas State from the JUCO ranks. Had two interceptions in his only season in Manhattan, and now he is heading to Texas A&M. Big news for the Aggies. They lose Tyreek Chappell to the transfer portal and um, likely going to bring back Deuce Harmon and Tony Grimes. So uh, Will Lee coming back or coming from Kansas State to Texas A&M. Good get there. Over at Arkansas, they're adding to their tight end room. Sam Pittman picking up a transfer from Eastern Michigan's Andreas Paske. He's from Denmark, six foot six, two hundred fifty-five pounds. Not too productive there at uh, Eastern Michigan, but um, he will come in as a grad transfer. So, good addition there. Over at uh, Vanderbilt, Clark Lee picking up a portal candidate in TCU defensive back Randon Fontenet. He was the nation's number twenty-six ranked safety in last year's recruiting class. So, see what he can do there at Vanderbilt. Over at Kentucky. Uh, of course, they picked up Brock Vandergriff, the quarterback from Georgia, last week. Now they're picking up AM wide receiver Raymond Cottrell. Uh, caught just one catch for 13 yards as a true freshman this past year, but was a four-star prospect. So big-time, you know, guys who were once big-time recruits coming to Kentucky. Got your quarterback, Brock Vandergriff, and now you got a wide receiver in Raymond Cottrell. Uh, so we'll see what those guys are able to do. Over at Mississippi State, Jeff Lebby adding to his staff. Making it official, they hired Coleman Hutzler from Alabama as their defensive coordinator. Also, news came out over the weekend that Matt Barnes, the defense coordinator at Memphis, is going to come in and be the program's co-DC and coach up the safeties. So, uh, we will uh, see what that defense looks like in year one under Jeff Lebby. All right, some portal madness. Sticking with Mississippi State. These are guys that are heading out now or announced in the last couple of days. Mississippi State expected to lose running back Woody Marks. That's from 24-7 Sports. Woody Marks appeared nine games this past year, dealt with an injury, was a four-year starter with the Bulldogs. His first start came midway through that 2020 COVID season. But this year, uh, he showcased his skills, receiving and running the football. Even in uh, the games he missed when he came back, he really had an impact there and appeared uh, last or two seasons ago in 12 of the 13 games there and been outstanding at a career on nine touchdowns on the ground a year back. So we will see uh, where Woody Marks ends up, but a very productive running back from Mississippi State, looking like he's on the move. Now, Mississippi State did reportedly add to their quarterback room. Baylor quarterback Blake Shapin expected to transfer in. He is thrown for 5,500 yards and 36 touchdowns in three seasons at Baylor. So is he going to be the starter running Jeff Levy's offense? Certainly in competition, too. We'll see. Uh, what else they do in the portal and whatnot. But Blake Shapin could be the starting quarterback for Mississippi State next year. Over at Kentucky, kind of an interesting move. Freshman wide receiver Shamar Porter had entered the portal over the weekend. He removed his name from the portal and will be sticking with the Wildcats, according to Matt Zenitz. It was a big get for Mark Stoops' Mark Stoops's 2023 recruiting class. It was a four-star player, number six player from the state of Tennessee, and uh, he is reportedly coming back. So we'll see what happens with him. Over at uh, Texas A&M, Deuce Harmon, well, he is entering the portal. So Deuce Harmon, uh, after three seasons at College Station, their cornerback, Deuce Harmon, making the move. He joins Jordan Gilbert and Tyreek Chapel. 
all heading to the portal. Harmon is the 14th Aggie to enter the portal this offseason. Over at Tennessee, it's a big loss for them suffered on Friday afternoon. Pass rusher Tyler Barron entering the portal. He had 10 and a half tackles for a loss and six sacks this year. He tied for 11th in the SEC in sacks. He was also second on the team in that category behind James Pierce. Likely now going to become one of the most sought-after defensive transfers in the, in the country. He has one more year of eligibility, but as a, was a big-time pass rusher these last few years in the SEC. So Tyler Barron moving on. Also, Tennessee corner Danico Slaughter expected to enter the portal. He started seven games for the Vols this year. Uh, initially joined Tennessee as part of their 2020 recruiting class. Spent four seasons in Knoxville. So uh, that he becomes the eighth Tennessee player to enter the portal this offseason. Over at LSU, defensive lineman Quincy Wiggins entering the portal. Uh, he redshirted this year, played only nine games over the last two seasons in L- for LSU, has seven tackles in his career. Uh, also, some depth on LSU's offensive line. Marlon Martinez, a senior backup with one year of eligibility remaining. He announced Friday he's entering the transfer portal. He came in for center Charles Turner when he got injured in the Missouri game, but uh, was taken out in favor of their true freshman, DJ Chester. So Marlon Martinez, over the last four years, played in 45 games with LSU, so he moves on. Uh, a couple more here. Auburn defensive lineman, a nice sledge. He is uh, he had entered the portal. He announced he is transferring to Illinois. Uh, over Kentucky, D-lineman Demarius Dinkins announced he is committed to Purdue. And over Florida, they've reached uh, into the NFL ranks to hire their new defensive backs coach, Billy Napier, hiring Will Harris coming over from the Los Angeles Chargers. So interesting there. And there you have it. That's caught up on all the latest news uh, in the transfer portal and everything else. Tons of stuff going on. All right, thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Caroline Fenton, who's up there in New York covering the Heisman Trophy. That's coming your way here in just a sec. This episode presented to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy, and it's what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle. Level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you're always going to find exactly what you're looking for. And with that eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your car every time or your money back. With the with eBay Motors, you're going to be burning rubber, not cash, and with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that victory. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. It is eBay Motors. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Run along here, Locked On SEC, and uh, the SEC claims yet another Heisman Trophy on Saturday night. And joining us now, host of Locked On LSU, she is Caroline Fenton. She is up there in New York. She was at the Heisman, uh, uh, all the Heisman pomp and circumstance as Jaden Daniels and LSU take home another Heisman Trophy. Caroline, how are you? Welcome in. I'm good. It was a blast of a day yesterday, long marathon of a day at the Heisman ceremony, but 
was really, really I mean, just a, a bucket list item for me personally to be able to be in New York on Heisman weekend, be able to cover the event. But a little extra special that it was somebody that uh, that we know and love. Let's uh, let's rewind a little bit because it's it's a pretty outstanding story. Jaden Daniels, he has the career at Arizona State. Um, you know, he was good, not you know superstar there. He comes to LSU, and it was funny at the time. I remember when he was transferring in, the whole thing was Joe Burrow had moved on. You know, Miles Brennan had had been at LSU, waited his time, and went through some injuries. And the whole thought going into 2022 was this is Miles Brennan's time. He's a six year senior. This is going to be it. And they bring in Jaden Daniels from Arizona State, and it was like, well, you know, okay, that's weird. Like, Jaden's going to come in and back up. All right, fine. And then he ends up winning the battle. Miles Brennan retires from football because, you know, medical issues, whatever. But uh, it was kind of a weird thing. And then Jaden has this 22 season where he's good, and LSU has this awesome year. They win the SEC West. But the biggest gripe on him was he won't let the ball go. He won't throw the deep ball, take the deep shots. Fast forward to this year, my God, like the guy just completely did a 180 as a quarterback and became one of the best deep ball throwers, uh, you know, in all of college football. But take me on just kind of the last two years of what you saw from Jaden, because what an incredible turnaround it was for, for him. As LSU fans, you never want to compare to the 2019 season because it just doesn't seem fair to compare to the 2019 season, but it's a fair comparison point. Of that's where we want to get back to every single season and build a program where 2019 isn't the, the odd one out, but it's, it's the one of many. But I think that it, you can't help but compare Jaden Daniels' progression to Joe Burrow's progression from 2018 to 2019. In 2018, Joe Burrow was good, not great. Joe Burrow was just the quarterback at LSU. Joe Burrow was not Joe Burrow. And the LSU team was good. You know, a 10-win season, went to the Fiesta Bowl, but then they turn around and have this magical season in 2019. The progression of Jaden Daniels reminds me so much of Joe Burrow because we see it on the field, and I think you also saw it up here in, in his brain too. Like you mentioned, Jaden Daniels, if you just watch that Florida State game in 2022, Two, you'll see in a nutshell the issues that Jaden Daniel was having. He didn't get a lot of protection up front. That was a young offensive line that had two true freshmen on the outside. He wasn't getting a lot of pr- protection. So his first read was run. And that was really frustrating because you can't win games in the SEC simply by having your quarterback run the football. I think in that Florida game in 2022, you started to see something click. That, yeah, Jaden was still using his legs, but he was supplementing the run game with the passing game. And then you saw him in 2022 piece together a really, really great three-game stretch between Ole Miss, Florida, and Alabama that you started to see, I think, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain of what was to come, how much more truly, how much more meat truly was on the bone in Jaden Daniels' passing game. And then now you see him, he's the best deep ball thrower in college football. I mean, he has more explosive plays than any other player in college football. And it's not just because of his 20-plus yard runs. It's also because of his 20-plus yard passes. And credit to to Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas and his favorite targets in the long ball passing game. But to go from a guy who we all were asking, just throw the ball. Can you please just let the ball go? Can you please just try and take a few risks now develop into this quarterback that's like, all right, I see you open seven yards downfield, but I'm going to go for the 35-yard deep shot pretty much every single time is incredibly impressive. And I think that's credit to Jaden Daniels. 
how he's been trusting himself, how he's been putting the work in behind the scenes. And it's credit to Mike Denbrock, LSU offensive coordinator, and Joe Sloan, LSU quarterback, uh, LSU quarterbacks coach, to to facilitate kind of this growth from year one to year two. It is meteoric rise in just one calendar year. The the Heisman's such a unique um, award because it is a truly individual award. I mean, it's it's funny. I, I saw some of the you know tweets going out there that you know Jaden Daniels and you, and you got to talk with him and, and be at the media sessions over the weekend. But you know, he on the interior of his jacket, he had you know images of himself, and then that was contrast with Michael Penix on the interior of his jacket. He put all his teammates' names, and everybody was like, "Oh, how selfless!" and all this. And I'm going. Yeah, but again, this is the most individual award. If this were some kind of like team award, okay, the Michael Penix, sure, but like Jaden should be pimping Jaden. Jaden was the team. Anybody who watched LSU this year, a historically bad defense, and he had to be great every single week. And so, yes, three losses, but this isn't new. I mean, there's been tons of Heisman Trophy winners with three losses. It was just funny, though, yeah. Caroline, on the journey of the season, that Alabama game was the game that everybody was like, oh, if he has a great game here and beats Bama he's the Heisman favorite he lost and it was like almost a ton of people took him out of the running and it was like wait a minute his numbers were phenomenal in the Alabama game and then he gets knocked out in the fourth quarter but still like his numbers every week just got better and better and better and it's interesting a lot of Washington fans or Oregon fans or the people that were pumping the tires for Michael Penix or Bo Nix to win the Heisman the reason why the they believed that Bo Nix or Michael Penix was more deserving than Jaden Daniels was because of the record. The argument, well, who has Jaden Daniels beaten? Well, <laughs> Michael Penix hasn't beaten anybody. Bo Nix hasn't beaten anybody. Washington beat those teams. Oregon beat those teams because Jaden Daniels, even in LSU's losses, and maybe Florida State might be the, a, a unique situation here, uh, but at Alabama Ole Miss games, Jaden Daniels did everything that he possibly could. Jaden Daniels can't play defense. Jaden Daniels can't tackle. And it was the defense that lost LSU those games that had the defense. And I say this all the time in the Locked on LSU podcast. Had the defense just been bad and not historically awful, you're probably looking at an 11-1 LSU team that went to the SEC championship game and, and possibly had an opportunity of getting to the college football playoff. So it's, it, it's an individual award. And, you, and you, it's not an individual season. You can't say Jaden Daniels didn't beat those teams because he did everything in his power that he could have. And look, I thought that the inside of Michael Penix's suit was really cool. I thought it was a really <laughs> cool homage to his teammates. I also thought that Jaden Daniels inside of his suit was also super, super cool. I, I understand that it's, it looks like team versus me. And I'm sure that Jaden Daniels looked at the inside of Michael Penix's jacket and thought, oh no, like people are going to use this against me, aren't they? <laughs> One... He did say that he didn't choose the inside of it, that the people who made his suit did that kind of as a surprise to him, which I thought was was really cool. And two, I think that we can appreciate both. I think that we can appreciate the individual performance of Jaden Daniels and acknowledge that LSU is probably a 6-6 six and six team without Jaden Daniels. With a defense like that, with how much he meant to this team, how much he did for this team, how many games he truly did win just by himself, we can acknowledge that Jaden Daniels was LSU this year. We can also acknowledge that Michael Penix did something really cool to honor his teammates on the biggest stage in college football. Doesn't always have to be a competition. Doesn't always have to be team versus me.
More with Caroline Fenton here in just a second, but this episode presented to you by our friends over at Prize Picks, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way for you to play daily fantasy sports. It is just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players like pros and sharks, all that, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and you will watch the winnings roll in. And throughout basketball season, with football season still going on, they have got uh, combo projections. You can combine the leagues. Uh, you can include two or more players from different sports. Uh, you could take, like, LeBron James in the NBA. You could take Travis Kelsey in the NFL and do the more than or less than combo of three-pointers made and receptions. they got quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types that's what makes makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. If you haven't checked them out yet, please go download the app. Check them out right now. If you go to the website, prizepicks.com slash college and use our code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, that will get you a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash college. Use our code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. It is Prize Picks, and it is daily fantasy sports made easy. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the ceremony because it, it was a little like the, I don't know, the suspense was kind of out the window. In this day and age of sports betting and like all the you know fan duel and all the sports books they had Jaden as the overwhelming favorite after Bo Nix didn't put up a great showing in the in the loss of the Pac-12 title game it was like oh well Jaden became the favorite so it, it was one of those weird nights where like we all kind of knew I mean you know and nothing against those other guys Michael Penix was great and Bo Nix had an awesome season and Marvin Harrison Jr. as well but we kind of knew it was going to be Jaden's night um just kind of talk about the evening, what it was like, and, and him winning it, and what he and Brian Kelly had to say after winning the award. A super cool evening and really cool to be able to to learn a, a little bit more of the personalities of all four of the finalists. Of course, I'm most familiar with Jaden Daniels. I cover the team. But if I didn't know Jaden Daniels, I think I would have gotten a good idea for his personality, just how calm, cool, and collected he truly is. And several reporters asked him, whether it was in press conferences or smaller media scrums, are you nervous? How do you feel? He was like, no, you know, like, I'm not nervous. I never really get nervous. I'm just trying to enjoy the moment. And I think that perfectly sums up kind of who Jaden Daniels is and what his personality is. He just never gets too high and never gets too low, you know, too true West Coast vibes that Jaden Daniels has. Um, the, it was interesting because you say we all kind of knew it was Jaden, and I could look at the at the Vegas odds and say, yeah, you know, Vegas thinks it's going to be Jaden, but just being around media members from Washington, from Oregon, from the Pac-12 network, from Ohio State, from all over, you kind of got a mixed bag of, I think this player is most deserving. I prioritize this in the Heisman Trophy resume over this. So I thought, okay, maybe I'm just so invested in LSU propaganda that I thought it was maybe more of a runaway than it truly was. So it was interesting to, to hear different perspectives and, of course, to hear from the the finalists themselves of their path, how they felt, and, and how they got to this journey. It was a really, just really, really cool night. 
it, it's also cool that uh, well, well, one, it, it wasn't as much as a landslide as we thought. I mean, it was. They said it was the closest vote since Us. since 2018, I believe, when uh, Kyler Murray edged out Tua from Alabama. But um, really cool thing for the SEC, as you know, that's now four of the last five winners from the SEC: Joe Burrow, Devontae Smith, Bryce Young. Uh, Caleb Williams, of course, from USC was the, the lone non-SEC, and then Jaden Daniels this year. Um, and then I think Cole Kublik even pointed out, this is the 16th winner of the Heisman Trophy from the SEC. That breaks a tie with the Big Ten, which has produced 15 winners overall. I mean, I just think of, you know, the SEC is now adding Texas and Oklahoma, so an even better chance at having future Heisman Trophy winners. But I want to talk a little bit about LSU specifically. Like, LSU went forever without a Heisman Trophy winner. It was the legendary Billy Cannon, the Halloween run against Ole Miss. Like, it was this thing that was immortalized in SEC history and LSU history, but it was like LSU will never win a Heisman, you know, trophy. They came, you know, they had guys in the running, like, you know, Tyron Matthew and that sort of thing. But Joe Burrow really put this thing over the top in 19 when he won it, and we thought maybe we won't see that again at LSU. And now we talk about LSU, a program a decade ago who would have quarterbacks thrown for 80 yards a game, now two times in a five-year remind year, me, Gordy. Don't remind me. Two times in a oh. five-year span, you have a Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback at LSU. I mean, I got to think this is going to help Brian Kelly and LSU recruiting tremendously. It has to, because yeah, it was sixty years between Billy Cannon and Joe Burrow that when I was at LSU from twenty fifteen to twenty nineteen, it was the years of okay, if we can just complete a forward pass, maybe this team could be pretty good. Like, maybe this team could beat Alabama on a consistent basis because the defense was so good. But the quarterback play, and no disrespect to the, the quarterbacks of, of the past at LSU, but a major, the, the theme at LSU was the quarterback play is just so average. You never could really get that star quarterback that could take LSU over the top. So now to have two quarterback Heisman Trophy winners, over five seasons. That's so incredibly impressive. And I think it shows. And we, I talked about it earlier. I touched on it earlier. The meteoric rise. The rapid progression of both Joe Burrow and Jaden Daniels. I think is more telling than anything. That those two didn't walk into LSU as a finished product. Those two didn't walk into LSU as this five-star massive household name that everybody knew. And the expectation was Heisman Trophy. No, 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 no. That was development that happened behind the scenes. And I think that's a, and across two different coaching staffs, nonetheless. So I think that's a, 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 a really, I, I think that's telling of the LSU football program and what you can do, what you can become at LSU. And someone asked Jaden Daniels about that last night I believe it was Shay Dixon and he said well you know why not LSU and I can't I can't argue with that why not LSU if this is going to be the product I think another cool thing about it looking at it hyper specifically at this team this coaching staff and Brian Kelly himself Brian Kelly's been coaching for 30 plus years he's been in this a long time he's coached a lot of really good teams he's been to several college football playoffs He's only had, other than Jaden Daniels, one other Heisman Trophy finalist, and that was Manti Teo in 2012. He's been coaching for 30-plus years. This is his first Heisman Trophy winner. 
And it only took him two years at LSU <laughs> to produce a Heisman Trophy winner. So I think whenever everyone was asking, why would Brian Kelly leave Notre Dame and the tenure that he has there to go to LSU? Well, it's players like Jaden Daniels that want to go to programs like LSU. That is the reason why Brian Kelly made that switch from Notre Dame to LSU, because you get you just recruit at a higher level at a program like LSU. Last one for you, Caroline. The uh, the vo- the voting results came out. Alabama's Jalen Milrow w- was in there at, at six, and uh, he had seventy three points. And we can't help but kind of turn the page and start to look ahead to twenty twenty four. And I saw some of the early Heisman betting odds came out, and of course, Jalen Milrow is up there from Alabama. Uh, Carson yeah. Beck, Georgia, he'll be he'll be in the conversation. Jackson Dart at Ole Miss going to come back for another year, and Quinn Ewers from Texas, who we see you know as a chance to win a championship this postseason. He'll be an SEC quarterback next year. But if I just threw some of those names out there, who would you pin as maybe the early favorite? I'm probably going Milrow. I mean, he was fantastic yeah. as the season went along. It's hard not to pin him. But who would be your early look ahead to next year favorite from the SEC? I'm with you. I think it would have to be Milrow for the same reason that Jake Daniels, you know, made such a, a massive progression from year to year. Jalen Milrow made that progression in a year. Jalen Milrow looked like he was going to be replaced with the transfer portal quarterback against Texas, ultimately got benched against South Florida, and then now is leading Alabama to the college football playoff after taking down the number one team in the country that hasn't lost in a game in two and a half years. You know, Jalen Milrow looks like a completely different quarterback, a quarterback that could barely even complete an intermediate pass. Now it looks like he's going to be the Heisman Trophy favorite. So I think if he continues to make those progressions, uh, and Alabama being such a young team this year, they're going to be older, more experienced next year. I think Alabama as a team is going to be better. And let's not act like being the quarterback on one of the best teams in the country doesn't help your Heisman odds. But if it's not Milrow, it's got to be Carson Beck for the same reason that he has gotten better week over week over week, and he's going to be quarterbacking a very, very good Georgia team. So I think it's got to be one of those two. Yeah, and as the numbers show, you know, wins and losses don't matter as long as you're putting up phenomenal, stupid numbers. You can you can win this thing. She is Caroline Fenton, host of Locked on LSU from New York. She was at the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Caroline, thanks so much for the time, and uh, I guess what? You'll be diving headfirst this week into transfer portal news and recruiting and everything else, right? Yep, transfer portal news. I'll have a full Heisman recap on the Locked On LSU podcast. Maybe potentially some coaching changes this week. I don't know. Brian Kelly said this week would be the week of coaching evaluation. So all of that this week on Locked On LSU. Yeah, if Matt House still has a job by uh, the end of this week, I don't, I, something's gone really wrong Something because <laughs> somebody's got some some questions to answer because uh i know i have them i know you have them and i know this entire lsu fan base has them yeah caroline thanks so much for the time really appreciate it appreciate it have a good one all right that's caroline fenton there of locked on lsu thanks so much for her time and uh, uh you can go make her your uh, second listen we appreciate you guys making us your first listen every day make locked on lsu your second listen or uh, uh for your third listen check out locked on sports today we now have a 24 7 sports streaming channel on youtube with all the latest stories going on around the sports world and you can watch us 24 7 streaming right there so check it out locked on sports today i'm chris gordy this has been locked on sec shout out to everydayers come on back tomorrow where we'll be recapping more news from the transfer portal and much, much more right here on Locked on SEC. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.